Suspend your disbelief. Let yourself be led down a path into the world of the paranormal, where ghosts, shadow people, cryptids, aliens, and all things supernatural dominate. Immerse yourself in a dimension of ominous trepidation with your hosts, Dan, Danny, and Rachel. Welcome to the Phantom Faction Podcast. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm Rachel. Here we are together once again, sitting around the uh, dinner table. The haunted dinner table? <laughs> Wherever we are, it's haunted. That's right. right. <laughs> There's spirits everywhere. There are. Let's face it. Yep. It doesn't matter where you are. No, at the park or yep. at the theater or at the, right. know, the coffee oh. shop, the restaurant. They're <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, because they, you know, sometimes it's the people that they hang on to. Other times it's uh, items. Lots of things. Mm-hmm. Now, we uh, discussed on our previous podcast uh, some Bigfoot stuff, and you've got another... Yeah, so... Something to add to that, mm-hmm. dude. So, going back up north, uh, northern Ontario, to meet with Peter and Christine, who have been podcast hosts before, or podcast guests, rather, mm-hmm. and they we've been talking uh, since I was up there the last time, which was a couple weeks ago, so they've, they've got this information from this gentleman... And he, I don't know if he's on an island or if he's on mainland, but you can only get there by boat because there's no road access, right? Mm -hmm. It's cottage country. There's a lot of that. So he's been going up to his cottage at a different time than normal. And I think that he has upset the Sasquatch in the area because they're so used to having him gone for 10 months of the year. Right. But now he's showing, I guess he's retired now, or he's got, or I guess because of COVID, you know, he's not working. And he's like, well, I may as well spend my time at, the, at you know, on the, the lake, you know, and the weather's gorgeous. It's so bloody hot the past few weeks. So he has been reporting a banging on the walls of the cabin at night while he's sleeping, uh, howling at all, at all hours. Uh, it, it seems like 7 p.m. is the the time for them to start howling. And it's still bright out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't get dark till 9.30, yeah. 10 o'clock. Uh, he was out fishing one day, and four large trees were pushed down in broad daylight on his property. And he took pictures and sent them to us. And you should see the size of these trees. And there was no storm. Right. There was no winds, nothing. And these trees are like, I don't know, three quarters of the size of a, a garbage pail. Okay. Like, like a large one, like you'd, like yep. a, the bucket ones. Right. Like much bigger than a light pole. Mm-hmm. And they're like uprooted, and some of them are snapped in half. And they're healthy trees, they're not dead trees. So something that has a lot of power to it is not happy that he's there. So guess where I'm going <laughs> to, to, to do some investigation. So, But we're going to do a lot of gifting. We're taking apples, carrots, uh, chocolate, peanuts, uh, some corn. and Because this guy was ready to go buy the biggest gun he could get his hands on and mm-hmm. start blasting. And Peter and Christine were like, no, <laughs> please don't do that, right? Because he'll end up, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. a meal, right? So we said, listen, you have to make, 
basically make peace with them, show them some respect. They'll show you some respect and say, listen, you know, this is my cottage. This is my property. You know, you guys are welcome to it. But quit banging on my walls and quit knocking my trees down. So he's gonna, we're going to give them all these goodies and hopefully that will appease them for a little while. And Christine and I are going to try and connect with them if we can. Uh, I'm taking my camera with me. Uh, Peter wants to do some documentary style filming. Excellent. So that'll be something that uh, I'll be working on mm-hmm. as well. Wow. Yeah. I sort of get this picture in my head of Dan walking through the woods going, Get your peanuts! Get your popcorn! <laughs> <laughs> Apples, corn, chocolate. <laughs> I told Peter the chocolate's going to melt before it even gets to it. He says, well, maybe yeah. we better eat it before yeah. it melts. I'm like, okay. But yeah. I'm excited to go. Uh, any chance I get to go to cottage country and oh, spend yeah. time on the water and a boat and everything is, is fantastic too. Yes, we had lots of bug spray. <laughs> the mosquitoes will carry us away. But I'm, I'm interested to see uh, what kind of evidence oh, we, yeah. we get, especially if they've been howling and, and growling and making their hoops and yeah. pushing trees down too. You've upset them. Yeah. So. so the guy that goes that's in this cabin all year round now, well, he's not all year round, but yeah. he just more. He's he's probably gone a month earlier than yeah. he, he he used to because of COVID. Right, right. And uh, but he's open to you uh, coming there. Yeah, he, he's yeah. open to it. He uh, obviously believes in it because it's scaring the hell out of him. Like yeah. I said, he was ready to go buy the biggest. Oh yeah, gun he could find. And uh, Peter and Christine were horrified that he was going to do that. But yeah, I, I don't blame the guy. No, I mean it's scaring you. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, and it, and it is his place. And he's like, "Well, I'm not leaving." Yeah. So, yeah, might as well try something peaceful I'm sure, first. I'm sure, he <laughs> spends a lot of time in his boat though <laughs> during the day, away yeah. from the property. Right. So I don't I don't know if they're swimmers or not, but they could probably belt them with a, a pretty sized good boulder <laughs> or rock because they are known for throwing rocks, like I've talked about on the pod before. Right. right. Yeah. So stay tuned uh, next time we get together. <laughs> if Dan comes back and doesn't end up as a meal. <laughs> That's right. Right? So, well, I told Peter, I said, if we see one, I'll get him in a rear naked choke. Right. And he can go hoof it right in the, the manly bits. <laughs> we'll, we'll drag him back to shore. Drink back to the mainland. You're going to have a tracker on yourself or something so we know where your yeah, whereabouts no. is? You just, you'll find my, his phone. You'll find my wedding ring in some Bigfoot yeah. poop later on. Yeah. It's funny that he'll bring the goodies to the, yeah. the Bigfoot but doesn't Still waiting. bother here. Oh, yeah. Really? How many goodies have you brought? <laughs> Smarty pants. And? And? Rachel and I have a, a neat little story. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, yep. The last podcast, we were talking about a spirit. I think did we did we uh, acknowledge it while I was here? I believe so. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she was Rachel was saying that there was something here all day, and she couldn't figure out who or what it was. Yes, I and then that. I could see yeah. it a couple times. And it was peeking out from the doorway. So. Well, it was take it away, Rachel. <laughs> uh, it was also bothering me that that night beforehand. You know. Um, and it was affecting your husband as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. His, uh, so like that evening that I, um, that night of, after the podcast, I messaged you and I'm like, oh, I, this is not a spirit. This is something else. My husband is talking weird talk, things that he wouldn't normally talk. 
we've got to figure this out, you know? Just, just, just not being himself at <laughs> no, all. No, no, he was completely off. So mm-hmm. I was just like, okay. There's something here. There's something here. It's, but you said it was a shadow man. Yeah. Like, you, even when you messaged me, you said it's a shadow person. Yeah. By that point in time, I figured that out, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And <laughs> we got rid of it. <clears throat> and this is the cool part. Because I haven't done this <laughs> since John and I were... A team, right? Because John and I used to connect, and we were able yeah. to you move human spirits and the odd, ugly thing every once in a while. And since John's not part of our little group anymore, I haven't been able to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm at home, in front of the TV, down downstairs, my lazy boy, and Rachel messages me and tells me what's going on. And I said, okay. I said, well, let me... Uh, let me turn the TV off here and let me see if I can remote view your home and see what what happens. Mm-hmm. And I, when I did it, I found myself standing over there in the, the doorway between the kitchen and the dining room. And I could see Rachel come out of her bedroom. And I said, I messaged her and I said, are you wearing purple with white lettering on it? And what were you wearing? <laughs> It was my pajamas with purple and white lettering all over it. Yeah. I actually sent you a picture. I'm like, I, yeah, look I it. <laughs> so yeah. I could see the, the purple yeah. PJs with the white lettering on it. Mm-hmm. And I could see her come out of the bedroom towards the kitchen. And you saw me. Yes. She could see me. Wow. So and where was I? Right where I said? Yeah. 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 Were, right yeah. by the bureau there. Right? Yeah. Or the, whatever you call it. The, the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Yes. China cabinet. The whatever. China cabinet. <laughs> and... I could see the shadow guy, and I asked, and I've done this before, I asked my two uncles, who have helped John and I before, I said, can you get rid of this guy? And I could see them each take an arm, mm-hmm. and they went down that hallway, out the wall, and gone. Hmm. And I was like, well, that was, so, that was cool. Because it mm-hmm. hasn't happened to me in a long, long time. John's been gone for a while, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, it it looked like two guys dragging a black figure out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he he was like you know like right. you know the old movies where you see them dragging a guy out of the saloon or yep. or the cops dragging some guy out the door. It was literally like that. Yeah. And I had to it say, was. use the L word. So. I know. <laughs> And it was really cool. And the atmosphere in the, in the house changed. Instantly, yeah. And he hasn't been back, has nope, he? Because nope. we've got his ticket. Yeah. And he's moved on. It does have a different feel in the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> than our previous pods. Yeah. Think so? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, completely. I, I, I feel, yeah. I, hmm. I thought of that as well when I and walked in. And your husband has here. gone right back to normal? Yeah. Yep. No. Did <clears throat> he say anything? Like, Was he like... I don't even know why I was saying those things. No, because I I uh, took sage in in the back back bedroom. Right. So I was saging too when I saw your uncles take the guy. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on right now, but okay. <laughs> so I'm saging. So you could see them remove him as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where were you standing? Then? At beside Sean on the bed because I was saging him because he was out. Oh, he, just, he crashed because it crashed. drained all his energy. Yeah, right? he crashed. I'm saging him, and the next morning. He says, oh, you'll have to sage me again. I had the best sleep ever. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't know that you had saged him. <laughs> oh, that is nice. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It was... So, so shout out to the uncles. Yeah. Yes. their names again? Bud and Earl. Bud and Earl. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
They get the trophy. Right they now. get the trophy. <laughs> so uh, she she says, "Well, thank my thank your uncles for him." I said, "You thank them. Yeah. We're, we're always still in your house, making sure you know it's it's all good." Yeah. But I did bubble your house. Yeah. I did the old disco ball of energy on it as well, mm-hmm. just to just sure. to be safe, right? Yeah. That. Yeah. It was neat. Yeah, we sh- I like I was shooting some light around too, but it it, it needed that extra that extra helping hand. That's mm-hmm. for sure. It w- it's yeah. it's something to see when you see two spirits <laughs> drag <laughs> this other guy out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he, I mean I couldn't see any facial features on this shadow person, no. but you could almost tell he had an expression like. What happened? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what's going on here? Like, right. It was this the lost guy that just didn't know what. It yes. could have been a. I think it, that was like a cover, right? Yeah. Like I'm going to yeah. come across as I'm not sure what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Because they try and present themselves as a lost innocent spirit, right? To let you get closer to them. Yeah. Because that's not what that hat man shadow person did with John. Mm-hmm. John was like, "Oh, I've got this guy here who seems to be lost. He's yeah. wearing a, a hat <laughs> and a, a, a trench coat kind of thing." And John said, "Oh, I'm going to try and help him move." And then it went after John. He's like, "Oh, this isn't a good thing." Right. So, and that's when John got the selenite lamp, yes. and he couldn't get back in the house. Yeah. For some reason. So. Yeah. Wow. Good job, Rachel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Opening up your house. <laughs> Yeah, to my uncles, <laughs> <laughs> and I think to anybody that's that's listening, um, Rachel had opened the door for Dan to come in. Yeah, right, and that opened it up for you once again. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of putting pieces together. Yeah, right? for sure. Because yeah, it like it can be hard to understand. It's like okay, well, <clears throat> you know, and I know you're not a, a creepy Dan. That you would just come into Rachel's house, and, <laughs> you know. But you have to open that door, you you know, mm-hmm. which you did. Um, so yeah, if anybody's out there worried that oh my gosh, like can people just pop into my house? Like no, they can't. I think people that astrally project can, right? Because when I watch videos of people who try to teach others how to do it, they're like you know respect people's privacy and don't just show up in their homes and okay. stuff. You know, I'm sure the Playboy Mansion gets a lot of uh, <laughs> astral projectors, right? Yeah. That, that's Just speculating on yeah. that one. Yeah. I think it would be a lot easier, though, to get in as if the door is open. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So. It, it was neat. Oh, yeah. I was, I was excited because I, I was like, oh, I haven't done this in so long. And yeah. I, I saw what she was wearing. Yep. I could see the guy get dragged down the hallway. And I was picking up on the color blue in your room. Your bedroom. You said something about the drapes or uh, the blind. The blind, the blind is, is blue. blue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the lights were already off though. It was already dark in there. I think. Yeah, by that because I, I couldn't really see Sean or. No. Nope. Is the headboard on that side of the house? No. 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 Okay. All right. So. But, but yeah. whatever, it worked. It worked. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was neat. And I just found out something else. Okay. Rachel's been holding out on us. Oh. Again? Yeah. She says, I've got lots of ghost stories. I just haven't told them. No. And I was like, what? So That's what the podcast is for. Oh, imagine this. And, you know, 
just in case everybody's just getting tired of listening to the three of us, because mm -hmm. we've been doing that for a, a little bit, um, we've got some guests lined up. Good. So we've got some paranormal teams lined up who would love to share some of their best stories. Okay. And uh, I got a hold of, I won't say the person's name yet, but someone from Ghost Hunters. All right. One of the original members from Ghost Hunters. Mm -hmm. And that person has agreed to be on the podcast uh, just probably in a couple months okay, because of their schedule. Mm -hmm. But uh, I made them pinky swear. <laughs> there's nothing... Yeah, you know, that's their contract. The pinky there's, swear. Pinky swear. There's nothing yeah. stronger than that's a pinky right. swear. That's right. So, yeah. Well, Rachel. So now it's the Rachel show. Right. Oh, I was the gonna, Rachel hour. Maybe I can make up a theme song for you. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what uh, I mean. You've got the stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do they go way back? Do they? I figured I'm going to start with my first. Yeah. Ghost story. Your very oh, first. Do. My very first. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's like, we might as well start at the beginning. All right. Set us up. Okay. Um, so I was um, quite a young child at this point in time. And I remember being in my room where my mom came in, tucked me into bed, uh, gave you that, you know, nighttime story, of course, what moms usually do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And um, when my mom would leave the room, um, she would always turn on a particular light for me because, of course, I'm a little kid. I don't like it being dark or anything. And I, like I said, I was one of those fussy kids that you had, you had to make me happy. And um, this particular light was uh, a night light that I received as a gift, um, but it was one that I kind of had to pick it out so it was a very particular nightlight and um, it was uh, a unicorn on top of a cloud with little stars <laughs> and it sat on top of my dresser so anyways she had to turn on that light for me to you know keep me calm and so I didn't freak out over the nighttime mm -hmm. anyways so <laughs> she uh, went back downstairs watched TV and um, she had to leave my my door open cause, again I'm scared little kid. <laughs> scared little Rachel. <laughs> I see dead people. <laughs> and um, so while I laid there in my bed watching the night lakes, that was, I guess, something I did just to calm down. I had a closet just behind the night light, and it was one of those old farmhouses. So you know with the old doors that have the key lock? So through it, you could see the light turning on and off. Yeah. And of course, that freaks me out. So, no, so this is in the hallway? You're looking through the key nope, lock? No, I'm looking in my room. Oh, okay. And in my room is the closet. Oh, okay. The closet had the key lock. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That yeah. is old school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's old farmhouse. So yeah, you'd see the light going on and off. And of course, I would freak out and call for mom again to come rescue now, me what kind of light was it was it like a pull light yep it was a, a light in the closet that had the, the string yeah, yeah the chain string. and then yeah. the string but could you hear it going yep really so something just kept... was pulling it yeah really? oh absolutely yeah <laughs> and yeah so of course what's the first thing i think of the boogeyman right boogeyman's right. in the closet it's in the closet yeah yeah so scream call for mom <laughs> scream <laughs> 
she comes, she opens the closet, the light's not on, mm. she says, you're fine, there's nothing in here, your night light's on, just go to sleep, of course, what normal parents do. And this would continue many nights, but what else would happen is I would stare at that night light, and that night light would like dance. Start to dance well. Almost like the unicorn was galloping in the air. Mm-hmm. And that would calm me down. Hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. My unicorn's dancing. Great. <laughs> <laughs> now that's not scary, but my closet light going on and off was. Right, right. Wow. <laughs> so that was a very normal thing to happen every night. In and how the, long did it continue? For years? For a long time until I didn't move, until I moved out of that room. Because finally, I, I think my parents were sick of me calling them every night Why saying... Why don't they just take the light bulb out? <laughs> no, that was too easy. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's too rational, right? That's right. Right? And so, did you ever figure out the spirit or what it was? Or well, let me continue my of, oh, there's stories. More. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story, it looks yeah. like. It. I know. I have to find my, my spot She's next to writing I, a novel over there. Yeah. I don't might be. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, so we lived in this house for a, for a few years while I was growing up and um, the next thing that happened um, I might have been kindergarten age I don't know like five four or five years old and when the bus let us off we had a, a long driveway we had to walk up and this particular day I remember um, coming home I'm in uh, blue and white dress. I loved my dresses when I was little, so of course, mm-hmm. big memory. Coming up the driveway, and my sister and me noticed that there was um, a nest egg on the ground. So, of course, we have to check it out. We check it out, and it's some robin eggs. I pick them up, and they burst in my hands, and they get all over my pretty oh, dress. Murder. I know. <laughs> and I'm upset because now I'm dirty too. And we both looked up at the farmhouse, and the master bedroom window was a large one, and we could see a figure in there. So both me and my sister were like, oh, there's dad. We better bust it to the house and go see him. We got in the kitchen, and he is already sitting at the kitchen table. And we're like, wow, you were fast. Dad, how'd you beat us? And and just kind of, I'm not too sure what you guys are talking about. But anyways, we just kind of carried on with that. And so days would go by that we'd walk up the driveway, we see what we think is dad in the window, we run and meet him in the kitchen and he's still sitting at his chair, not breathed or anything. And he would have had to travel quite a distance from the master bedroom to the kitchen because it's the opposite ends of the house, plus you're going up and downstairs. And yeah, this would just continuously happen. So, um, going on my story here (laughs) uh we we just kept seeing this figure and kept uh you know trying to race dad home and each time he was always in the kitchen so the one day we're like how are you getting down here so fast and my dad sitting there with his hot beverage usually his cup of tea or anything it's like i've been in the kitchen the whole time what are you guys talking about it's like well we just saw you in the bedroom and it wasn't until one day my mom actually said she noticed Mm-hmm. a figure up in the window too that we're like well we keep seeing that too but dad's in the kitchen so yeah what's going on <laughs> what's Who's going upstairs? on here 
so that was another little thing. You never, never figured out who he was? Not yet. <laughs> oh, oh, more, more. We need, we need to be patient. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so another instinct that happened in this house, a lot of things happened in this house. This was a fun house for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. So when... Um, Do you Chris, know the owners now? No, I don't. Uh, too bad. We'll go knock on their door and go, hey. I know. Can we get in here and do a little investigation? That is one thing I wonder if I were to walk up the driveway what now. You, what you would pick up on now. Yeah. and it's, Is it close by? It is, yeah. Road it, trip. It is. <laughs> I wonder if that figure is still standing in that window, right? Mm. Like, yeah. That, but, your sis, but your sister saw it. Yeah, my sister and, and my mom. mom. Yep. So yep. it wanted to be seen. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't just you with your nope. Jedi mind tricks. Seeing it. <laughs> right. It, it, it wasn't a curtain or it wasn't, it would, did it move? Did it? Oh, no, that again. But it was remember. really a figure of yeah. a person. Like yep. a, You couldn't yeah. tell if it was a man or a woman. It, well, to us, it looked like our Your dad. dad. It was, right. yeah. 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 So it looked okay. like a male. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he was in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So this other weird thing that uh, happened, and this one we can't really explain, but we're all sitting in the family room watching TV. It was um, Christmas Day, so we already had all of our festivities. Presents were open. We're just relaxing, ending the day. I think we were probably watching a Christmas movie. But anyways, upstairs is where all the rooms were, and we heard a thud, like something fell over. So we all go investigate the house to see. Santa. What? It was Christmas right. Day. He was there. coming back for more. <laughs> so we all went to find out what left his car keys. <laughs> <laughs> what we did, uh, what was missing, right? What was broken or fell over, and everybody went there which ways. I, of course, being a little kid, went straight to my room because maybe something precious of mine got destroyed. So I'm looking around my room and I didn't see anything at first, but then I, I noticed something was sitting on my bed. So I went over to my bed and a Ken Dar or Barbie doll was on my bed. So I was kind of, okay, so I grab it and go downstairs and everybody's downstairs in the uh, living room and nobody could find what caused this noise or anything. And I was like, this is what I found on my bed and nobody to this day can explain where that came from. The one thing I thought in my mind was, you know, my mom was a great shopper. She would hide things, you know. So, did she forget the Ken Bar Barbie doll? And our little friend decided, oh, mm -hmm. she needs a Christmas present. Was I remember, it in the box It still? was in the box oh. still, yeah. Okay. Oh. Santa. <laughs> right? And Santa. I, that was my mind. I was like, right? Santa was here. Let's go look out the window. And we're looking for Santa. And, and even to this day, if you ask my mom, we were... There's, so she never no, purchased a Kendall. She, she doesn't remember purchasing a Kendall mm. or why it would appear on my bed. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Which is weird, is but weird. anyways. Yeah. You still have this Kendall? Oh, probably somewhere. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> probably twisting its head around the box right now. <laughs> right. So. See, my mom used to do that, too. She used to buy mm. stuff. Yeah, like months before, and then hide it, yep. and then she'd forget where she hid it. Yeah. So you didn't get certain <laughs> gifts on Christmas Day, and then four yep. months later, she you'd hear from a closet or something. Oh, I found your gift. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, mom. That's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the haunted Kendall. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe we'll have hmm. made that spirit of Santa live on for a little longer. Oh, sure. <laughs> right. They didn't have right. to, uh, uh, yeah. you know, convince you any longer. No, he, he no. was here. I had the magical Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is cool. So um, the next thing that happened actually didn't really happen to me. Um, it happened to my sister, but it was a cool story, so I figured I'd share it too. By this time, we had switched rooms because I was not going to be in that scary room anymore. And she was in the new scary room. And the cat used to sleep. Was she an older sister? Older sister. How, how older? She's four and a half years older. Okay, so they said, all right. You're more mature. <laughs> Get in the haunted bedroom. Right, yeah. And was she reluctant to go in or she like, no, no, whatever. No, she was fine. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. She, she, no, wasn't, she wasn't scared? No, she had no issues there. Cool. Yeah. And it, the lights never... No. Really? Didn't fizzle her. But did they go on enough? Not that she remembers. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... And you took your uni- unicorn with you, probably, I took right? my unicorn with me. Turn right. <laughs> All right. Turn right. Turn to <laughs> I dance and the unicorn was staying with me. So the one day she was just laying in bed with the cat and our cat at that time was named Mouse. Mouse. (laughs) And you know when cats hear things, their ears perk up? Mm -hmm. So she woke up and she thought she heard something. She looked at the cat and the cat's ears was perked up. So they walk to the the door of the bedroom and they're listening and they think they hear something, but they're not really sure. So she's listening a little more intently. And you know, in the eighties when the bell phones were out and they were those yellow those ugly mustard colored yes rotary and they they rotary and then they came out the dial ones right, the punch right. button right or whatever. but at the same time the first cordless phones came out too and they were those big yeah yeah white the three foot long antenna they yes. pulled out. and they had a weird ring to them right they didn't sound like the bell phone at all no they were yeah weird anyways in our living room downstairs was the cordless phone where upstairs we had the bell phone and in the kitchen we had the bell phone so two rings they you know they had their own ring anyways the cordless phone started ringing and my sister could hear it and the cat could hear because its ears were perked up we were all sleeping and she's listening thinking that the bell phone in the bedroom will start ringing and so she's standing there waiting in it the cordless phone just keeps ringing and ringing. And then the, uh, she hears somebody pick it up and start talking. And the cat's- She heard a voice? Yeah, she heard a voice. Somebody having a little conversation in the living room. So the cat's ears were perked and both her walk over to the steps and they're like listening to see if, oh, maybe it's just dad downstairs or something. And she doesn't recognize the voice. She's not really hearing who it is. So she went and checked the bedrooms and everybody's in their bed sleeping. So they just mosey back to the bedroom and pretend nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. Freaked her out enough. I bet. <laughs> um, so that's something that we keep talking about even to this day. Like it's uh, our little ghost story from the farmhouse. Um, and then uh, the last one that happened at that farmhouse that I thought was pretty cool. So I was a little older now. Um, my sister had to stay late at school, so my parents had to go pick her up. And so oh, I... sorry. <laughs> Knocking stuff over. So I had to get off the bus on my own. 
and I never did this. I always went off the bus with my sister. So of course, you know how your parents, well, you, as parents, you're gonna tell your kids, okay, you're gonna get off the bus. This is what you're gonna do. You know, all the rules, what needs to occur for this. And we went over it and over it and that was fine. I knew I had to get off the bus and what I needed to do when I got in the house waiting for my parents because they might have been 10 minutes after me. But there's that lull. So I walk up the uh, driveway and I get in the house. First thing I was told to do was to lock the door and we had one of those deadbolt locks. So I get in the door, I take off my backpack and my shoes, turn around to lock the door and the deadbolt's already turned. And I remember I'm this little kid going, Oh, that's pretty cool <laughs> and we had a wood stove at that time and mom's like it's probably gonna be going just make sure that the fire doesn't go out so check it before you go and watch cartoons so I opened it up by that time that was one of my chores making sure the fire was going so it was no big deal for me so opened it up and it's just a roaring fire so I'm like all right it's fine and then I run into the living room and I of course jump on the sofa because nobody's around and I can do all that fun stuff and the TV went on right to cartoons, and I didn't even touch the remote. Wow. Yeah, and I was just like, well, that's cool. This is all the same house still. <laughs> same house yeah. still, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then when my parents came home, I told them what happened. I was like, so I came in, and the door was locked, and the fire was going, and the cartoons were on, and it was all cool. <laughs> it was all cool. <laughs> and I didn't have to lift a finger. Yeah. Didn't have to do a thing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was pretty So what did cool. your parents think about all the odd... Did they did they ever encounter anything odd like your like did your dad and your mom and oh yes because a lot of times parents will experience things and they'll keep it from the kids because they don't yeah. want to scare the crap out of them yeah so you know was there anything that especially specifically your dad there was things that occurred with my dad that he will not talk about oh really yeah I've hunted him for this the stories and really? he's just like nope yeah. but he's not even in that house anymore so who nope. cares he will not. Really? Talk about so it, it must have spooked him pretty good. I think so. And, well, Mom, she only had a few things, like seeing the image right. upstairs and whatever happened to us, mostly. Yeah. There is one that I forgot. <laughs> Another story. So Spit it out. I know. In our hallway was the linen closet, and it was beside the master bedroom. And inside the linen closet was a red tote that my mom kept my dad's porcelain horses in so they were those ones that you collected mm -hmm. like very fragile very fragile yeah, don't right. touch don't play with and we had that rule you don't go in there you don't play with these horses anyways there's a few occasions where mom would get up and we were yelled at because the horses are all over the floor in front of the closet so she assumed we got up and mm. were playing with the horses in the middle of the night. We got grounded, of course, many times for not playing with these setup. horses. It's, it's a setup, Mom. I'm innocent. Yeah. And that only happened once? No, it happened several times. Wow. Yeah. And she kept thinking it was you guys. Yeah. Yeah, we got in so much trouble for it. <laughs> Jeez. It's like, what are you guys doing up in the middle of the night playing with these horses? <laughs> hmm. There's your dad laughing behind. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> or no, he's like freaked that. right yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, man. He doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. One of them landed on my chest last yeah. night in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, th I think that's funny, too, because my, my dad growing up, 
with you know my grandmother who was psychic and you know uh, talked a lot about this stuff and my dad but just you know I'd just say well what was it like when you know when you were a kid but you know did she tell you the story oh yeah I guess so you know just <laughs> rhyming off just yeah it's yeah. also like Corrine from yeah. Ship she right. said her father had so many paranormal encounters like full apparitions and things moving in front of him and all sorts of stuff and he always nope wasn't real yeah and denied 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 and tried to debunk everything it's like and she'd be like these are profound things right you know like you're seeing a full apparition of your dead best friend show up uh, you know <laughs> yeah. things like that and he's like nope it's not real <laughs> and I don't know well, if that, that's just a fear thing. yeah I think it's a whole thing of we don't want to you know be put in the institution <laughs> right if we say oh this is real well, especially back then yeah right? exactly people yeah. said oh he's crackers yeah but yeah yeah even when my uh, you know when I was a kid and we had that medium came to get rid of our spirit right you know we're, we're my dad's watching this woman uh, uh, become the spirit and she's mad yeah. you know projecting him and and swearing like a trucker and her voice <laughs> changed and her body language and everything and we're looking at my dad and I think it took all of his willpower not to grab her by the scruff of the neck <laughs> and, and throw, throw her out of the house <laughs> right but when she was done and the spirit was gone, he was like, man, I feel like a million bucks. Right. <laughs> like, he felt fantastic. Like, the best he's felt in his life, right? Mm -hmm. And I did, too. Yeah. And I wish I could feel that again. I wish I could bottle that sensation and sell it because yeah. I'd be a gajillionaire, right? Yeah. But it was really cool. And, you know, I, I find even when we do investigations or we're asked to do investigations, it's, it's usually the lady mm -hmm. that contacts us. And she's always like, well, let me check with my husband because <laughs> right. he's not much of a believer, you know. And, you know, we've been to homes where, you know, the husband is a complete skeptic and he refused, you know, he says, no, I'm not leaving. I, you know, I'm going to watch the hockey game tonight or the baseball game. And, you know, you're like, oh, dude, come on, like, we need complete silence. And he's, he won't refuses and everything else. And then the spirit box says his name. Right. loud and clear and you look over at him he's just like you, know, you see that little <laughs> thing of sweat coming out his forehead just like well okay dude you can you can uh, yep. you know deny 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 all you like but that thing just said your name and all sorts of stuff and that has happened yeah so men need to open up a little bit more I think yeah I think it's more acceptable these days so far more than it was back, yeah, I, way back yeah I mean even when uh I started getting getting into the paranormal stuff. I was kind of quiet about it, but now I mean, now we got a podcast and a book, and you know, we've got the Facebook page and our Instagram, and I could care less what people think. Yeah, you know, if you don't believe in Bigfoot, I don't care, right? Because yeah. I've had experiences, and I mean, I've never physically seen the creature, but what else is throwing boulders mm -hmm. out of the bush, you know? And what else is making repeating my knocking sounds right back to me and and like right. all sorts of things and you're in the middle of nowhere yep it's not like some guy learned of our intentions and went oh I'm gonna go out there and mess with them mm -hmm. you know probably because the mosquitoes would have killed them for, for, for <laughs> sure yeah but yeah I just you know I, I wish a, a few more people would especially men 
right. would open up a little bit more and and uh, see the possibilities too, right? You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Yeah. You want to continue from there? Is there more from the farmhouse or did you, uh, there, did there you is, move on? From well, we eventually did leave the farmhouse. There yes. is um, one thing that um, happened to my uncle at that farmhouse too. And uh, to the, it scared him enough that he never came back. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And how long did you live in the house after that? That you oh. never came back? Like years? Oh, a few years, yeah. And you never, you would never come back to your home? <laughs> Not for a sleepover. Really? Visit outdoors, you know. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'll meet you by the fire pit kind yeah. of thing or by <laughs> the barbecue, much. but I'm not coming in the house. Wow. Yeah, he was, he was petrified, yeah. They uh, came, him and his wife, to stay the night. Because um, they traveled from quite a distance where they lived at that time so they, he was sleeping having a great night's sleep and he was in my sister's room at that time and above her bed is a shelf that for an adult if you s- sat straight up you would you're gonna your whack head. your head <laughs> to a child no you're not going to welcome to my world <laughs> <laughs> so he was sleeping and he was violently shook awake to the part that he sat up straight whacked his head of course and was just scared completely he wouldn't go back to bed he didn't know what touched him his wife never even moved really? yep she still snotting logs and <laughs> he was <laughs> petrified so he got up and stayed made a cup of tea and stayed upstairs or stayed up in the kitchen the rest of the night he was wow. not going back up there. and he told your mom and dad what yep. happened to him next day he's like i am never sleeping here again <laughs> hmm. maybe your dad had something similar and that's why he clammed up and never talked about yeah. it too right possibly yeah so thinking now and you're thinking about the house you picking up on anything you think it's a male or yeah. a female older gentleman yep okay yeah that's why i think he was very protective Mm-hmm. Two of me when I needed him to be, and he sounded playful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little jokes are. Oh, let's creep her out with Didn't the closet like, light. <laughs> Didn't like your uncle. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I think when it came to males, I don't know if he appreciated another male in the house. Mm. So, but the kids were. You like the ladies, fine. the kids. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to go back to that. Now house. you did a couple <laughs> readings today. Yes. Uh, for two ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, was there an older woman that came through? Yep. Like a grandma t- type? Um, a mother. Well, she could be a grandma so you, now, right? Okay, because earlier when we first started, I, kept, I could see an older lady, tiny little thing behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know who that is? <laughs> I do. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Who it was it connected to them or you? It's, or Danny? It's well connected to Dan to too. Danny's mom? Yeah. Okay. Did your mom wear did your mom wear glasses? Oh yeah. Okay. Off and on. And uh, I mean, everybody's gonna say, well, they all look like that, but she she have short, uh, curly, bit, bit wavy yeah. uh, hair. She's she's a tiny lady. Very tiny, yeah. Yeah. She wears uh, skirts a lot. Yeah, like not mini skirts. You know, she wasn't going clothing. <laughs> pants mostly. Yeah. <laughs> she, she wear. Uh, see, the image I got. She's wearing. Oh. 
See, now I'm getting it. So mm -hmm. she's wearing gray pants. Okay, yeah. Like the little, you know, with the little uh, pattern on them. Like the... Like the uh, <laughs> a white cardigan. Like okay. a knit. Like something... Oh, yeah, she likes that. Yeah. yeah. And the shirt, I want to say, is kind of grayish or blue. Like a cobalt blue, but it's got like, like a paisley. Or not paisley. Like, like a flowery... Yeah. Something pattern on it. Does that like sound that. like your mom? Oh, yeah. I must have wanted to stick around and say hi to you. And you have another story. I do. Are we still in the farmhouse? No. Oh. No, we're leaving the farmhouse. Actually, okay. I figured I'd bring us to something more recent. Oh, all right. So that'll be fun. A grown up uh, <laughs> Rachel now. Grown up Rachel. Grown up Rachel now, yes. And uh, so this particular story happened when I was out for a girls' weekend. We decided to go to Prince Edward County for a little wine, food, garden kind of fun weekend. And that's like Picton. Picton, Ontario. Belleville, yeah. yeah. Beautiful out there. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Right on Lake Ontario. Oh, Lots of absolutely. bed and breakfasts yep. and antique markets. And this is an exciting story because you told me this one. Oh, <laughs> this is great. So Prince Edward County. Prince Edward County, yeah. We, uh, we booked an uh, Airbnb okay. in, in Picton. And it captivated us all because it was a century-old home and the gardens. This is why we picked it. It was the gardens that won us over. So was it the open bar or anything like that? <laughs> no open bar. <laughs> I'm sure there was no alcohol consumption at all. Not at all. None. No. None. <laughs> so we get to the place, and the owners take us for a tour of the house. Of course, it's an Airbnb, so they're you know showing us what we can use, what we can't use, all that stuff. And what I now have learned is when spirit is in the room. Thanks, light. What? Yeah, what's going on with your lights? They, They're they dimming now. The one in there did too. Yeah. But but the one above your your bar didn't. The little one. That's weird. A little oh. confirmation, maybe. Yeah. Right. Okay. You got the haunted uh, <laughs> chandelier now. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> so what I learned um, was when spirit is communicating with me, or at least they're in the room and I notice them, I trail off. And I didn't really know this until this trip when my friends pulled me aside from the tour and said, are you okay? Like, are we okay to sleep here? <laughs> I guess they were more asking, is there anything we need to be scared of? <laughs> now, how long ago was this? This was, um, was it last summer? Oh, so very recent. Yeah. Okay, because... I was going to say, you know, you're the closet medium, yeah. and you just kind of, quote unquote, come out of the closet. But I guess you told, so some of your girlfriends have known about this for a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, close best friends, so you're, right? So you're, the, you're their K2 meter. <laughs> right. <laughs> the ghost meter. So they're all looking at you in the century old house, and they're like, okay. Yeah, are we cool yeah, or not are, cool are we, right do now? Gotta, do we have to go to the Holiday Inn or what? <laughs> Pretty much. And I was like, oh, no, no, we're fine. We're fine. Like, I, I did notice um, a spirit in the house while we were there on our tour. And it was like, oh, that's fine. We can handle this. No problem. So we uh, finished our little tour and the homeowners left and they left us a little bubbly uh 
treat so right. we could, you know, celebrate our first night. So we poured bottle of, our bottle of Sprite. <laughs> right, it was Sprite, yeah. So we poured our Sprite <laughs> and went out to the uh, gardens to enjoy the atmosphere. And we're right. just out there chit-chatting, enjoying our time together, socializing because you know we haven't done enough of that in our drive there. And I'm sitting outside and I could feel a present beside me, but I didn't want to let the others know because I wasn't sure really how they would react. Right. So I kind of waited and waited, but this presence just kept standing there and was not leaving me alone. So the one went Man, inside. Woman. It was a woman. Okay. I'll get into that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so my one friend went inside and that's the one I was more concerned about. So the other friend was still outside. I wasn't really worried about her. And I'm like, give me a second. I need to have a conversation here. And she's like, oh, you do whatever you have to do. So I'm like, okay, you need to let me be with my friends right now. And I will talk to you another time. And then she just left, which was nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so later that evening, I went outside on my own just uh, to get some air. And this lady comes back. Was her presence stronger in the garden than, yes. the, than the home? Yes, it was she wasn't in the home at all. Oh, okay. She was only in the garden. Hmm. So when she was out, I got a f able to get a, gold, a good sense of her. She was um, in her nice Victorian style nightgown with all the lace and frills. And um, I asked her, uh, oh, are you part of this house? And she says, no. And we had this conversation. You're, she was part of the house beside and she was on our, their family vacation and it sounded like they came up every year and to me it didn't feel like she was like there to bother me or anything just hey somebody to talk to yeah. I'm gonna tell you why your, I'm here your, your signal was up and yeah she was like oh goody somebody right. to talk to and she went back to the house and I never saw her again for the rest of the weekend so that was great um, inside the house as you know the time progressed I kept seeing a lady walking through. That light, light keeps yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kept seeing a lady walking <laughs> through and uh, she she never really paid attention to me or acknowledged me, but I'd catch her like carrying stuff or um, just walking through. It looked like she might have been dusting at one point in time. But the thing that really caught me was when I was upstairs unloading my suitcase, she came out of the closet and went to the bathroom and she kept doing that a few times and I was like oh that's weird so I opened the closet door and look in and it's it's a closet and I'm like well this is interesting I'm wondering I don't see her leaving might have been a doorway to somewhere right like a hundred years ago right yeah and I never saw her use the main stairs so I went downstairs to the front of the house which had a separate entrance like Mm -hmm. like servants quarters mm -hmm. and in the bathroom there there's a medicine cabinet and of course I'm nosy now and I open it <laughs> and there's stairs behind it ah. so they you can see stairs in. behind the yes they kept this them. medicine cabinet they kept the stairs behind the medicine cabinet so it was just they boxed everything in but kept well, the that's... stairs there mm -hmm. so anyways I found the stairs as she was walking up and down Wow. So that was pretty cool. I was like, okay, cool. So 
that I'm assuming she was just like the housemaid and she was just residual, you know, right. doing her thing over and over and over again. Cause she never made any interaction with me. I just kept seeing her. And that's who I was seeing in the tour. Cause she just was doing her thing. I'm like, oh, cool. Did you make any mention to the owners of the B&B? <laughs> I wanted to after what but happened you, next. You, oh, there's, oh, there's more, Danny. See, I told you she's been holding out. We'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> to be continued. So that night, uh, we all went to our rooms and uh, I got in my room, got in bed. I didn't close my door because I don't like, I still don't like my door closed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, I turned off my light and I'm, I'm laying there and I could see something going by the door constantly. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I'm just kind of ignoring, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go to sleep. And then I can hear the hallway, the noise on the stairs, and I can still see this shadow go by. So I finally look over and I'm like, what is going on? And this little boy comes in. And to me, he kind of looked like a tribe boy, like a native tribe. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the funny part is in the front of the house, when you first came in, there are masks hanging on the wall. Native masks. Native masks. Hmm. So I'm like, mm, okay, you're probably connected to one of these masks. And so that was fine. He, I acknowledged him and I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep, whatever. And he just made some noises throughout the night. He wasn't too bad. The next evening, me and my friend were, uh, we stayed up a little bit later. The other one went up to bed. She was done. She took a sleeping pill. She wanted to get a good night's sleep because we had a big day planned the next day. So we were still up. We went outside to... Uh, have another bevy and to relax <laughs> and um, we made sure the doors were locked before we went out because of course this isn't our home and they were all just normal locks but then going out to the patio out back it was a deadbolt lock and so of course we can't lock it to go out the door so we left it open to go sit on the patio we sat out there for maybe an hour and then we decide, okay, well, it's time to go to bed. Let's go in. And we go to the door, and it's locked. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it's like, oh, crap. We don't have our cell phones. We are in a place we don't know. Our friend is drugged upstairs. <laughs> and what time of the night was it? It's probably about 1 in the morning oh, now. <laughs> and the people who own the place are not going to be happy that they're getting woken up. Well, they're not even anywhere near us. Oh, they didn't live in the B&B &B no, as well. They left. Oh. They went back to Toronto. So okay. we can't even call them for help. So we're like, oh, man, what are we going to do? <laughs> so we went to the very front. Well, I stayed back there. My friend went to the front door to check to see if it was open. Of course, it's locked because we locked it. She went to the other entrance, the side of the house, to see if it was unlocked because we locked it, lucky enough. It was unlocked. Oh. So she came in and unlocked the dead bone and said, I cannot believe, but that dead bolt was locked. I'm like, well, obviously the door was locked. <laughs> and she's just like wow. blown away by this. I think it was the little boy. Oh, I know it was the little boy. Yeah, messing with you. Yeah, he was just having fun, mm. right? So um, that night we went to bed and that little guy, we must have charged him up because he was just having too much fun. All he did the rest of the night was go up and down the stairs because they're creaky. You can hear the creak, creak, creak. Did the other creak. girls hear it? 
my friend that was up with me outside, she's the next day, did you hear the stairs? And I'm like, oh yeah, oh, I heard the <coughs> stairs. And she's like, that was a little scary. I'm like, oh no, don't worry about it. It's just the little guy. And she's like, oh, I was kind of getting freaked out. Didn't know if I could leave my bedroom. I'm like, oh, he's he fine. Was just a <laughs> demon disguised as the little boy. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that went on that night and he kept us up. So the next night was our last night. And I just flat out said to him, okay, I need to sleep. So you are just going to tick off and let us all sleep tonight. And he did. He didn't bug us. Cool. Yeah, it was peaceful the last night, finally. But it was fun. I actually loved being in that house so much. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Sounds like a classic home. Uh, oh. It how was... old do you think the home was, actually? Oh, I say it was like... Yeah. Pickens a very old Yeah. Town. Yeah. Like 1880s, yeah. 1890s. Like, it was... Right, and beautiful, well capped. Well uh, yeah, oh, there is a abandoned psychiatric institution out near Picton, uh, and I know that we had cops, correctional officer, paranormal yep. society on on the podcast. Wes, right, and apparently he is like the guy to go to mm-hmm. if you. Uh, I guess he knows the owners of the property and. He can get us in there to do a, wow. an investigation of this place, but the but the town of Picton itself, yeah, I mean, you've, it's got a lot of energy. Oh yeah, tons <laughs> of energy to it. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful town. You've got the Sandbanks Provincial Park there, which is nothing but white sand beaches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got all you know all these old historic places. It was yeah. uh, you've got the United Loyalist Parkway there where it was the, the people that didn't want to become part of the United States, you know, the, the, that's why it's called the Loyalists, because they were still loyal to the British Empire, came up here mm-hmm. and uh, settled in that area as well, Kingston and Belleville and, and Picton. And, yeah, lots of, uh, well, Danny, you've been to Kingston, and you've, yeah. and, uh, you've had some experiences there. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a great area. So if anybody wants to go to a beautiful part of Ontario for a vacation when all this COVID nonsense is done. Go to Picton, yep. Belleville, Kingston. It's it's beautiful down there. And lots of ghosts. Oh my goodness, lots of ghosts. Did you did you <laughs> pick up on the lady in the in the flower garden? Did you get a name? No. No? No. That's too bad. Didn't ask her. No, we just had we a conversation just... and she was done. Hmm. She's like, okay. How clear was she? When Very was... clear. Like it felt like she so was... So she stored a lot of energy. Yep. Oh, yeah. So you were meant to go there. Yeah, right? completely. Did, was it you that found the place? No. Oh, okay. No, I usually I'm... The planner? The planner, and yeah. I refuse to. I said, you know what, this time, guys, <laughs> yeah. it's up to you. See, I don't trust any of my friends to do the planning, right? <laughs> Me either, usually, but these girls, I knew I could. Like when we go on our yeah. little baseball road trips, <laughs> yeah. like my buddies, but, but look how cheap this place is. I'm yeah. like, yeah, there was like six drive-bys the night before. <laughs> yeah, right. now let's, let's spend the extra 50 bucks and get a place yeah. Yeah. nice, you know, yeah. so... I don't trust any of my friends. <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> yeah. They're just not thoughtful like me, yeah. right? Well, those are fascinating stories. Yeah, that, yeah. the B&B one was really cool. Yeah. Oh, I'd be glad to go back to that place. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Why not? One more thing. Um, so I was going back and forth uh, on Messenger, on Facebook Messenger with one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ask her if I could use her name, but her first initial is D. Mm-hmm. And she's out in California. And 
we were going back and forth, and, and I said, well, I said, I'll send you a couple uh, Phantom Faction podcast uh, decals. Right. And she's like, oh, thanks, that's great. And she said, she asked if we had a Patreon account because she wanted to make a donation. Oh, nice. And I thought, oh, that's really nice of her. But we don't have a Patreon page. And I, I don't, I'm not really interested in, mm-hmm. you know, that, because it's almost like you're holding back the good stuff unless someone pays you. Right. right? And that, that's just not me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if people would like to support us, there's always the swag, the t-shirts. Right. And I forgot to mention that to her but whatever yep no obligation right <laughs> but we uh yeah we've if you go on twisted tees that's twisted t-e-e-s dot com and then you find the phantom faction banner and click on that we've got a whole bunch of different styles of shirts so you know if anybody would like to support us buy a t-shirt that's right sounds great yeah and once i get uh, all the decals from the uh the printers then uh can send a few out and maybe put those on the website or on the, the Twisted Tees merch as well and mm-hmm. go from there. That sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. And thanks for listening, D from California, once again. Tell all your friends. <laughs> California. Yeah, we've got a lot of listeners in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like to go there one time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. Right. TwistedTees.com. <laughs> Perfect. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.